In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right. The Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art, and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the podcast that craves authors who take it to an 11. I'm Jenny Nordback. And I'm Melody Carlisle. I have to start with a bit of a correction. I'm eating a little bit of crow because I did a big lie on you a couple of episodes ago. I said we were going to be recapping Too Hot to Handle for the Temple. And like, that's a legitimate thing to say out loud. But we're not because I found out the day after that announcement that Love is Blind season two has in fact hit the streaming service. And so that's obviously where we have to go and I'm powerless to those facts. I have not seen the first season of Love is Blind and the entire premise just has my mind spinning. So I know, I it's am bonkers. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the last week that you can sign up for the temple and get access to our March books. If you sign up before March 6th at the Joybringer tier or higher, you get Naima Simone's With Love from Rose Bend Ooh. and The Dragon's Bride by oh, Katie Roberts. So good. <laughs> Plus, uh, we just got the, the line sketches, like the rough posing back from the artist for our not safe for work stocked by the Kraken art. And mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's a thing. And I got big pants feelings, Jenny. Gonna, we're gonna give the, the entire temple a, a preview of that because it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and Jenny, we're up to 108 reviews on Apple Podcasts. I just need Whoa. you to know that. <laughs> so thank you to everybody who reviewed us. We're on a mission to get to 500 by the end of 2022, and reviews and ratings help people find us. I want to start promising like random things I'm going to make Melody do if we get to 500 <laughs> reviews. <laughs> and then we'll just make a compilation of all your yeah. false promises. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows? We'll do a lot for reviews. <laughs> 
Today, we are joined by one of our favorite book talkers, Hillary, who is Bookish Hill on TikTok. She brought us Love and Monsters by Raven Flanagan, and it's there's a lot of laughing. We are grateful. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. We have one of our very favorite book talkers on today. Her name is Hillary, and her account is Bookish Hill, and her TikToks are magnificent. Uh So we basically (laughs) creeped on there, and we're like, hello, will you please come and hang out with us? You seem Mm -hmm. really fun. And she said yes. That's right. We said we've watched all of your videos. They've equaled more than an hour, and so we would love for you to come and help (laughs) us create an hour of content. You give such good book talk. It seems like a good trade to me. (laughs) So you do a really good job of, like, grouping recommendations, and a number of them are bonkers, a lot of the time. What does that like concept of bonkers mean for you? If you were going to put together bonkers book recs, what would you be looking for? Oh, it's so funny that you ask that because before last summer, I would have said the most bonkers thing I'd ever read was maybe like a little bit of foreplay. And that was it. (gasps) No way. (laughs) Really? Yes, honestly. And then I stumbled upon some monster romances and I realized that bonkers means a lot more to me now so really it's anytime I find something new in a romance and I realize that what I used to think was my hard no is is it's not a hard Mm. no it is a that is a boundary that gets pushed and pushed Mm -hmm. every time I open something new so I would say that's it for me just a new experience in a romance book when you say you stumbled upon a couple of monster romances yes tell us about that journey how does that come about Okay, so I have a friend, two of my best friends I actually met on Book Talk. One of them was on her Kindle one day, and Amazon recommended to her this really crazy cover book with a spider on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we decided this is going to sound just like the worst thing ever, but just know that we are both immensely, immensely in love with Tiffany and Robert now. So yeah. We can say it. We we decided we were going to get drunk yes. and read this book as a joke. Yes. <laughs> it was going to be our wine read. Um, and I'm talking about Ensnared by Tiffany Roberts. And then obviously, it's not a book that you're going to get drunk and read. You're going to, you're going to love, I mean, I did get drunk, but it was not because I wasn't enjoying it. And maybe it was because I was enjoying it a little too uh-huh. much. So that was my first monster romance. And I really did. I, I fell down a deep dark rabbit hole and didn't look back (gasps) i love that so fun (laughs) they got you oh yeah and now look what you're reading that is amazing wow what a a wonderful way to be introduced to monster romance in general too like like everybody really lucked out there because (laughs) tiffany robert is so good it was a fun journey yeah great that's amazing and did you have a sort of niche before I, I really liked romances. I would say rom-coms. Mm. The, my, I call them my Hallmark After Dark reads. Ew. And that was like as spicy as I got. And that was as spontaneous as I got in my reading. I believe at one in one book, there was like slight anal action. And I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and then I read Ensnared and there's like Shibari and all this stuff yeah, yeah, going yeah. on. And I was 
shocked and found out I liked it. I love it. You have been on a journey then. If if we can email you and be like, hey, come be on Bonkers. And and you pick Love and Monsters by Raven Flanagan. (gasps) I cannot wait to hear about this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to talk about it when we come back in just a second. Oh, God damn it. Oh, hey, it's Temple Update time. This month, we're back on our bullshit with Katie regaling us with more fertile in my ex-boyfriend's dungeon. And I can neither confirm nor deny that we discover an actual hard limit for Katie. Hannah Witten is also going to stop by to give us all of her best spooky season wrecks. In book club news, everyone in the Joybringer tier and Celebrant tier can download their ebook copies of My Wicked Prince by Molly O'Keefe and the entire audiobook collection of Court of the Vampire Queen by the one and only Katie Robert. Finally, Joybringers and Celebrants can check out all the digital art we've created for the temple. It's all on one convenient page waiting for you. If you want to get in on any of this goodness, head to bonkersromance.com slash temple and sign up. All right, back to the show. (laughs) All right, we're back. (laughs) And we are ready to lay upon Melody the gift that is Love and Monsters Yay! by Raven Flanagan. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you are in for a Tell treat. Me everything. I had never heard of this author or this book prior to Hillary recommending it. Cool. So. I, she, I stumbled across her. I was searching for demon romances and I was thinking the spicier the better and Amazon had a whole thread of them for me to look from and I was like, this one sounds interesting and I'm so happy I clicked mm. it. Yeah. Yeah, it really just hit such a sweet spot for me in so many ways. I yeah, mean, this was one of the only times that Jenny was like, hey, listen, I have a preference on which book we read yeah. this week. Um, <laughs> I would like this one. And I was like, cool, man, let's do it. <laughs> She's trapped in a dungeon with a demon. I want oh, shit. it. It's mine. Oh, like, shit. It's I yours. I saw that in the synopsis and I was like, mine. It nope. belongs to me. Yes, madam. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the book opens and... Mina, Mina is going for a jog. And this is, I had to text Melody and be like, is this written by a man? Because she is jogging by herself <laughs> at night in like deep darkness at a park with both headphones in blaring rock music. And I was like, what is, yep. what is happening, Mina? What is mm-hmm. going on here? I had the same thought. I, I thought maybe we were going for a here's why we don't do this Whoa. type of setup. <laughs> Yeah, well, I I texted Jenny back. I was like, maybe it's part of her character arc. So was that correct or no? (laughs) I mean, it just sort of like worked for the plot. It's fine. It really did. But it just is one of those things where as a woman, you're like, hang on. You were not trained properly. This does not check out. (laughs) Let's talk about this. (laughs) So suddenly there's like a demon dog chasing her, like out of the darkness. And she like flees off the trail into the woods. Oh, and suddenly she's like 
in water, a body of water, and she's like getting sucked under and it doesn't <gasps> feel right. It's like all heavy and weighted and she yeah. thinks she's drowning and she can see the moon disappearing above her. And then she gets <gasps> like sucked even deeper and suddenly she comes out and she's in like, it's a different sky. What? It, yes. The red sky. <gasps> It has multiple moons, and she <gasps> looks. She says, "Who murdered the sky?" Because Who it looks like the sky is sky? bleeding. And I really just loved that line. That's a great line. It really, like immediately solidified what I was picturing in my head for me. Yeah, it was a really good line. Yeah. So, is this like alternate universe, different dimension? What's going on here? Do we know? We don't know yet. Oh, we don't, we don't know. We're okay. we're with Mina here. We All have right. no. We just know she has been sucked, and she is no longer in like Earthland where we have a normal <laughs> sky. Shit's gotten weird. And suddenly there are three sets of little red eyes that are like peering out at her out of the woods. No. And she's like, goblins, question mark? Like they kind of look like goblins to her. Yeah. And they're like... What is it? Can we eat it? Like, Probably. Let's take goblin it to boys. the market. <laughs> and if we don't sell it for enough money, we'll eat it. <laughs> yes. So they load poor Mina up in a wagon. They truss her up. They chuck her in the back of a wagon. And they take her to the market to sell her or eat her question mark. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I mean, she'll she'll go great in somebody's stew, you know, yeah. even if it's not theirs. <laughs> I get that. And so Mina is not very excited. She's freaked the fuck out. There's all <laughs> sorts of, like, weird creatures that are, like, peering in the wagon at her. And everybody, when they, like, dump her out at the market to be like, this is for sale, everybody's like, what is it? Ah! And they're like, we we don't know. But, like, she has female parts. You could, like, you could use that. Or, like, she has hands and feet. You could probably use her for work. Whoa. Oh, my god! <laughs> and so it's not looking good for Mina. And then suddenly a voice is like, I know what that is. It's a human. (gasps) And I'm taking it to be a pet for the Lord. For the Lord. Yeah. Wait, Um, so this isn't the other uh, protagonist. This is an underling? We don't know yet. We don't know. God damn it. Um, So the Lord of like the manor is basically what we we get. So I came face to face with alabaster pale skin, waist-length straight silver hair that looked like moonlight, and eyes like pale blue ice. White horns curled like a ram from the side of his head. When a cruel smile curled the corner of his lips, I noticed the sharp fangs in his mouth. Uh Uh-huh. Nice. So I I will admit I was wondering, is this... Is this our our love interest? I thought the same thing. I, I think I questioned it. I had like, you know, that three strikes and you're out. And it took me all three nah. to hmm. land on the right, on the right hero. There's some options. Oh, yeah. Because then I was like, the Lord of the Manor must be it. Right? That's not yeah. it either? Yes. No, no. Oh, my gosh. We, it's going to get twisty and turny it's, here before we get like to our it. love interest. <laughs> 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 so... He, it turns out his name is Baron Knox. I don't know at what point we find this out, but he takes her to the manor. He says, like, you're dirty, but, like, maybe the Lord can make a pet of you. Give it, give it a bath. Oh, it, yeah. It's dirty. You so gotta, You gotta scrub it down, you know? Like, a female servant takes her off and <laughs> does, washes her down. Okay. Not in a sexy way, just in, like, a you're a gross human. I like, hear you. let's get you clean. Yeah. And then... They, like, dress her, and they're bringing her down to meet the Lord, and, like, he's, you know, it's very ominous that, like, he's going to make a pet of you. Ooh. 
And then there's like chaos in the hallway. <gasps> Shit's going down. Chaos in the hallway? Yeah, so apparently there's an uprising off in, in somewhere else in the country. I love an uprising. And, oh, oh, right. I love an uprising. So the Lord, obviously, Lord Riken is his name. He's furious. He's going to go himself and just shut it down. Knox, who is the one who brought Mina in, is like, I need to put you somewhere. He, he doesn't have time for you right now. And takes her down to the dungeon to keep her there. Okay. Yeah. And the female servant is like, but he's in the dungeon. <gasps> he's yes. down and he's like, there. well, it's it's going to have to be fine. Like, we don't have anywhere else to put her. Ooh. <laughs> so when she gets down there and you don't even see him at first, what is it that you see? It's like his eyes, maybe? Or he's in the shadows. Oh, okay. oh wait. I, my note says screenshot, so ah. I did take a screenshot of this. Get, um, get it, Jenny. <laughs> Retrieve it immediately. This demon was several feet taller than me, perhaps eight feet tall easily. The two horns on his head that bent out, up and then back in, almost reached the dungeon ceiling. In the dim light, I noticed his skin was dark blue, like the sky at midnight. White did not surround those glowing yellow eyes, but black. His ears were pointed and so long they went to the back of his head. And his hair was as dark as a raven's feather, falling in soft waves to his shoulders. Massive and predatory. Ooh, I was yeah. going to be trapped down here with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now we've got I our love, love interest. I love a good forced proximity too. So mm. at this point, I was just like salivating for mm-hmm. it. I was ready. Yeah, no, wait, big, question um, mark. He has horns, right? Mm-hmm. So does she use mm-hmm. her horn, his horns or his ears to guide him to Cunnilingus? Which one? <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> I, I'm getting big, like, hold by Claire Kent vibes here. Yeah. Where, like, they're both prisoners together, forced proximity kind of Everybody, deal. he's like, he's known. Like, he's yeah. the biggest, baddest, you know? He's down yeah. there. <laughs> when Baron Knox is, like, being weirdly deferential to him, he kind oh. of, like, bows to him as he goes to leave and Whoa. is, like, making sure he has food. And, like, it's it's a weird prisoner-captive dynamic. Huh. Yeah. All right. And then there's, like, cryptic talk between the two of them about, like, the uprising in another week and like there's there's shenanigans <gasps> at play but we're we're in Mina's POV and we don't know what's going on so Mina just starts to cry like she this right. is she's reached her breaking point she Fair. starts to cry and is like I this is I'm done here <laughs> and so he she just hears him be like fuck and then Ooh, he's I'm trying to kind of her. like put his hands up and be like it's like, I'm not going to hurt you. And she's like, I don't believe you. Everybody here wants to eat me. And then he's trying to convince her that, like, he's not going to eat her. Mm. But he is being, like, kind and chill about stuff. That's um, nice. And he says, the people of the manor love me. He's explaining, because he's like, I have food. I have blankets. Are you cold? And she's like, what Aww. the fuck? Where did you get this stuff? And he's like, the people of the manor love me. So... But dungeon question mark going on. Mina yeah. says. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically explains to her that she has slipped through a portal. They happen randomly and very rarely. Nobody Whoa. knows when or where they're going to happen. So like, there's no way she's going home. So she's kind of bummed about this, and she falls asleep. Okay. Yeah. 
And then she has that horror moment that anyone who has a period has experienced at some point in their lives where she wakes up, like she sort of falls asleep and her stomach is still kind of cramping because she thinks it's hunger, but like turns out she started her period and has that like, oh, moment of like, I can't move and it's going to make it worse. And like, what do I do? There's no bathroom down here. I am embarrassed. Um, It's kind of messy down there sure and vadrick is that how we're saying his name i yeah i would go back and forth vadrick vadrick i was whatever my mind decided on at the time i like vadrick Vadrick sounds good to me so he wakes up and he's like you're hurt what's going on (gasps) yeah it's still dark yeah and he's like there's like and he's like fuck me that smells delicious yes it does clean it up vadrick Go clean it up. <laughs> well, and I think at this point, I was just so excited because he had promised not to eat her. And, and then, then he will. And then he totally eats her <laughs> out. It was. <laughs> I, I was I just loved that. So, yes, he's he kind of almost like a bloodlust. That's would say. exactly he, what they call he, it. Yeah. <gasps> yes. He, he doesn't really have any say so at this point. He's smelled her blood. He's found it delicious. He's gonna, he's gonna taste wow. it. Um, so he goes down on her and she sees his tongue, which is, I can't remember the exact description, but ha- it's I've written dick tongue large. in my notes. Dick he tongue. has like a dick, dick tongue. tongue. It is Love like dick thick tongue. and long and it's pointed. <laughs> and it can do yes. things that no tongue can do. Oh. Yes. So he obviously uses that tongue very well. Um cleans her out goes inside <gasps> just lets her find probably a piece of happiness she wasn't expecting to find yeah. on her first night nice in surprise. this place definitely i think he and somehow like drinks her entire period out right okay what? so i had down does he have a period ending licking tongue like what's happening there? does he just because suck no her fish it all out of it yes so she goes back to sleep and when she wakes up like it's just gone her now it's been a few days. Uh, she sleeps through her shock and everything, but no more blood on her or anything. So that's kind of what I yeah, was wondering we, too. I was wondering if you had picked up on the same thing. I was like, there's no further mention of this period. And it was like the start of her heavy day. So I think he like got his penis tongue in there Bubble and like fucking siphoned the whole thing out. it all out. Which, what a skill, sir. Where? Right? Um, he made like, her cramps I, stop. Where do we get this? My partner is suddenly deficient. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> Wait, but one... So it was a bloodlust, right? But we're still in Mina's head? Mm-hmm. So how did she yes. feel about him, like, pouncing on her? What does he, like, rip her pants off? How does this work? She's wearing, like, a gown with no nothing yeah. under it. So oh, it's because very of the easy bath access. times. Okay. And it starts sort of slow, and he's trying to—he's just like, I can't, like, I can't stop. And so initially, he's just sort of, like, lapping and cleaning her up. Uh uh And then uh she's, uh like, as into it as he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's kind of like, wait, wait, like, oh, what's happening? But, like, she's climaxing at the same time. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool. All right, so— Oh, my other question was at one point— her yeah he hoovers that period right out (laughs) 
puts an end to the cramps and the period. Period is done. So in that situation, your period is like a. it has started. He has performed cunnilingus to completion. Yeah. And now it's done. Like, that's the end of it. And that really just sounds like a good arrangement. And he's got me. a nice full tummy, right? you know? Oh, That's yeah, great. he had a little snack there, too. <laughs> great stuff. <laughs> yeah. But at one point, she describes that his tongue fills her completely, and he's rubbing her clit with it. And I don't... So I pictured... I know. Is it, like, folded in half, it and it's, like, coming back out? And then... And then come back out. I, I tried to picture it a lot of different ways. At one point, I was like, is there like a fork at the end? And that's like a really deep fork. What's going on? I don't know. What we need is for Raven to get on the not safe for work art yes. train. What, yeah. if, I need that what if he put his tongue in so that the tip was like at her cervix, right? But it's so long that he can then like S it up. Hold it back out. Yeah. That's, that's all I can Onto picture. That it's like doubled lit. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like kind of got the middle of it yeah. going all the way in. And Doing then it's a, like folded yeah. in half and then like at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. feel like that's what happened. I mean, I'm good with whatever it is. Sure. Anytime it can stuff it in there and get to clitoral <laughs> stimulation, I am on board. Um, all right. Let's multitask as much as that's possible. That's right. Because... <laughs> and so he drinks her period and then he gets kind of uncomfortable and like covers his face and like turns away and... Just like I think lets her go back to sleep. Oh, because um, he's I think like when she he sleeps lost for like control, two days, probably right. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he, I think he's very uncomfortable with that fact. Mm. Like because like like you said, he had that moment where she first started crying when they were left in the dungeon, where he was just like fuck, and it was almost like he felt for her without wanting to feel for her. Oh. And I think that like protection is there without him really realizing what to do with it. Obviously, he's not used to a human around him. So I think that's exactly what it was. I think he lost control for a bit. They both had an enjoyable moment. And then when he came back to himself, he was upset that he had kind of broken his promise to her. Oh, wow. Okay. So got it. Good guy. So she sleeps for like two days. She's recovering from a lot. So she wakes up and he's not there, and she kind of goes looking around the dungeon for him, Ooh. and she finds him, like, sitting against a wall, grunting with, like, a motion happening. <gasps> is he jerking it? Badrick is jerking it. Oh, um, no! So I think she's kind of like, well, stuck down here. I was really into what happened last night. Yeah. kind of want to see what he's got going on after seeing his dick tongue in action. Yeah. So she just, like, sort of drops to her knees and, like, goes towards him. Nice. And he is, he's a large, gen- I mean, he's eight feet tall. Right. And what he's got going on downstairs is proportionate. Oh, um, noes. Oh, noes. He was still wearing that black leather, but now the front of, it, of the pants were undone, and his hand was curled around the base of his cock. Uh-huh. My eyes went round at the sight of it. Probably. Midnight blue, like the rest of his skin, and bigger than any cock I'd ever seen in my entire life. There were ridges along the top and backside, and it was thicker around than my wrist, maybe even my forearm. No, ma'am! No, ma'am! <laughs> That's not gonna fit. That's like, not... I've got a muscly forearm, but, like, this no. is my forearm, kids. Kids, like... No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm, no. So she has to take both hands and, like, lace <laughs> yeah. her fingers and together. Don't... 
is this in, is it in this one? I've read a couple since then. They can't. She can't really meet no. both hands. She definitely couldn't it, get one hand to meet, and then I think she sort that. of went like this with two hands. Right. But maybe it was that that couldn't meet either. Because <gasps> my, I know I did. This is what I did. I took it was like a little science experiment. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm horrified. I can't. Sometimes it's too big. Bigger isn't always better. Sometimes. <laughs> um, Wait, what was your science experiment, Hillary? No, I I set the book down and I was like, "Here's my forearm. How how many hands would it take to get around?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she gets like both hands and her mouth and sucks him off to return the favor she's like all right now we're even i just like couldn't let that stand so he's a happy demon and they tell each other about their worlds her world his world we get some like world building that you don't really need to know right now mm-hmm. and then they like snuggle sleep and it's pretty cute awesome and then, and then it's bath time he has gotten the servants to bring a bath with hot water down to the dungeon because that's what happens when you're in a dungeon with a demon who everybody apparently loves. Yeah, what? So I'm not understanding this. <laughs> he convinces her to get in the bath with him because the water is going to get cold if they get in separately. Oh, no, you couldn't possibly. <laughs> I wrote down only one bath trope. Yeah, only one bath. <laughs> Something kind of like slithers past her ankle no. and she's like, what the fuck in the was bath? that? Like, is there a monster Are in there here? snakes in here? <laughs> it's just his tail, Melody. It's just his tail. Is there a snake in this bath? <laughs> I mean, there kind of is. Because... <laughs> oh, fuck. There's a fucking anaconda in the bath. Okay? <laughs> oh, no, it's his cock. <laughs> <laughs> but his tail, which is a much more reasonable size. Sure. Um, and he's yes. kind of like, oh, sorry, it's like got a mind of its own sometimes. Does it? Tell me everything. <laughs> so he gets her off, and I don't think it's done in an interesting way because I only noted gets her off. Mm, um, fair. But he, like, doesn't want her to return the favor. She kind of goes to do it and is, like, sort of butthurt that he's like, eh, I'm good. Mm. Because she's like, what is happening here? So then they get back in bed and they're kind of spooning and she does that thing that you do where you're like, oh, there's there's a cock right there. What if I just, oh, I'm asleep and I'm just going to, oh, like, wiggle up against it I'm a little just, bit. Like, Yeah, I'm just backing it up. <laughs> Just doing a and little. he's like, I know you're awake. Ah! And she's like, okay, fine. She's like, I'm a clownfish. Then... Just be an enemy. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so she's kind of like, fuck me. Like, what is the deal here? Like, it's there. I'm here. I want it. It clearly wants me. And he's like, I could tear you apart. Like, I'm not. We're not doing that. I mean, factual. You know, yeah, this is just logistical understanding, really. So instead, I, it took me a minute to figure out what was happening, but I think they 69. Okay. And so she's kind of like doing what she's got to do to the monster cock. And then he is fucking her with his tail. Okay. While she's on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he is DPing her with his dick tongue. So we've got oh dick tongue, like, in the ass, not just, like, rimming, like, penetration. Yeah. And tail in the other hole 
Wait, wouldn't the tail be in the ass? No, because she's like facing. Okay, well, we need a diagram. But wait, no, if she's facing down, well, the then tail his can would like be... go. The tail can like curl wherever the tail wants. The curl okay. tail could like go up and over her shoulder sure. if it wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I bet it did. But like, <laughs> okay, so it goes around his tongue, and his tongue is in her asshole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And like. She gets off and she's like kind of made his chest messy with her yeah. fluid. Yeah, yeah. And is sort of embarrassed about it. And he does take his long dick tongue and just like clean it and up. Lick it off his own <laughs> chest. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible work. Ugh. Yeah. And then he's like, go to sleep before I decide to fuck you and tear you to pieces. Okay. <laughs> Which is really just my kind of dirty talk. Yep. Yep. Like, the talk of tearing you to pieces with a thing that could legitimately do that should not be hot, but is. It is, right? I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. There's something about arrogance that can be backed up, and I feel like that's what that hits. You know? It really, and almost, almost like a denied pleasure for him, too. I don't, something Mm. about it was. Yeah. It hit, it hit a sweet spot. Yeah. That he's like having to control himself, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah. Is there anything interesting about his cum, or is it just cum? It tastes better than normal cum. Cool. She remarks, "It's kind of salty, sweet," and she's right. like, "It's good, but it doesn't have like stretchy powers sure. or like anesthetic powers." Any of the various cum powers that we've seen. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> antibodies it doesn't have any antibodies no antibodies it doesn't make her come the moment she encounters it i know all right all right so p- pretty pedestrian like somebody needs to start tracking cum powers yes oh yes make slash hillary i want a tiktok of this yes of all, well all i can think about is i read the peppermint the one the cum that tasted like peppermint and Santa Claus is coming to town on me. Oh. oh I did nice. not yes. know that he had peppermint cum. Nice. Nice touch. He did. I don't really know that did. I want peppermint cum, to be honest, but I guess at least <laughs> your breath either, would be nice. but she sure did. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I mean, it seems better than the alternative, if my experience is anything to <laughs> talk yeah. about. Yeah. Very true. It's very true. It does not have to really do very much to improve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's delicious. No, it's, it's so, fine. gosh, it's so hot. Love it. All of the rest of it is terrible, but yours is just oh, like. Oh, man. Chef's kiss. I'm talking about Have you, you been eating pineapple? Oh. <laughs> so suddenly we're in vadrick's pov oh and we i think we're like 30 percent of the book in and we haven't had his pov so i was like oh shit vadrick's pov and baron knocks his back and he comes charging into the dungeon and he's got an extra sword and he's like we have to go right now like shit's gone haywire this is the moment like we have to get you out both of them or well, he, he, Knox is just there for Vadrick. He just wants to get Vadrick and go. And Vadrick is very much, I'm not going anywhere without my human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's coming with me. And Knox is, you know, acceptably put out by that. He's there to do one prison break and he's got to take care of two oh. now. So they fight their way through the castle, the mansion, whatever it is, the manor. It's a manor. I got there in the end. <laughs> um, 
and I believe we switch back to Mina's point of view, don't we? Yeah. Because what she gets to see now, she, you know, she's only seen Vadrick when he's very focused on her care yeah. and her. And now she's going to see him in, you know, ultimate killer yeah, mode yeah. where he's fighting his way out of this manner. Oh um, taking down guards left and right. At one point, as they're just leaving, guards try to stop him. And he's, he's like, you need to let me pass. And they say no. And he's like, okay. And takes them all out in one fell swoop. Like just removes their heads. Yeah, just all at once. The heads. Wow. It's competence born, really. It really is. Yeah. Very much so. And during the dialogue here, I I believe it's here that Mina finds out that he's actually the uh, lord of the manor. And he, there was an uprising but Riken has overtaken him and imprisoned him. And this uprising that the that Lord Riken has gone off to put down was actually just a diversion so they could get Vadric out of. <gasps> oh. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So. And I, I love like the political intrigue. I think that was when I decided this was more than just like smutty goodness to me. I was like. We've got politics. I'm good. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. She so. did a lot with like not a whole lot of space. Without doing a lot. Without right? yeah. going like too deep into the weeds. Like you got what was happening. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. So they have to like hide in the back of a very small wagon ooh, in order ooh. to get out. Don't and... hate it. Don't hate it. Oh, no. It's, <gasps> it's a bumpy wagon. Oh, and I'm, I'm pressed up against his lap and like, oops. I just, we keep, huh, uh, uh-oh, <laughs> jostling. Oh, we've jostled again. We're doing a bounce. <laughs> <laughs> so he tail fucks her because, because again, she's sort of like, fuck me, fuck me. And he's like, I will, but like with my, my sure. tail appendage, sure. not with the bat that does hang between my legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not with the eviscerator. That's what I call my dick. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know if this line is from this time that she's like, fuck me, fuck me. And he's like, I can't. I'm going to whatever, but I'm just going to read it here. Um, She's like, you won't hurt me. Oh, he says, Mina, this is all I can do without hurting you. Uh I felt his tail brushing along my skin. You won't hurt me, I told him. It was a bold statement, knowing he very well could. It would be easy for him. And then there's like growling dialogue, whatever. And he's like... You don't understand, little one. He peered into my eyes again, and the yellow iris thinned. Nothing more than a dark abyss of carnal hunger stared at me now. I want to hurt you. I want to (gasps) fuck you so hard you split apart at the seams. I want to devour you, to taste your blood again, to have my tongue so deep inside of you that I can feel your heart beating as you come again and again. Go wows! (laughs) (laughs) Yee! All right. Okay. Well, that worked. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was um, that was effective. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Really. So <laughs> he has his first kiss. She kisses him, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What was what was that?" And she's like, "It's a kiss." And he's like, "Do it again." Yay! <laughs> so they kiss, and it's cute. And then they like get out of the wagon they like run through the woods and then like there's hot springs and they fuck at the hot springs that sounds lovely oh now it's turned into just a a wonderful jaunt yeah and i think this this is where he dicks her down (gasps) 
Oh, so we do Very get much is. dick penetrating sex. Well, and you have to like lead up to it because this is the part where he says the, you don't understand, I want to hurt yeah, you yeah, yeah. as they're in the hot springs and, you know, she's just begging for it. Fuck me, fuck me, please. And he's like, no, I want to hurt you. And in the huff, he storms away <gasps> just to get some distance. And she decides if he's not going to fuck me, I'm going to pleasure myself. So she lays herself out on the grass and you know she's doing her thing and he comes back then uh-huh. and just like can't control himself at that point has to so yes that's where the that's where the fucking finally comes in okay so how does it happen is there prep what is he has he bought stock in lube not enough lube i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah i mean i think an episiotomy might be the only prep that's gonna help you here um but so he says you wanted me to fuck you mina so i'm going to uh-huh. and then like he starts to do it and like just starts to press in and it's like just remember you wanted this Mina when I'm inside you I won't be able to stop even if you cry and beg and bleed I'm going to take and take until you're a whimpering mewling mess oh wow and uh she's like that's scary as shit but also like I really want this but also I don't like give it to me what's a what's a person to do really so he he does like just there's not like any kind of appendages or whatever like they just have pretty traditional p and v sex and i think he like doesn't put it all the way in but does not like one would hope doesn't rearrange her internal organs and like it's okay she's like a little sore the next day is like not quite gonna be able to walk straight but he is surprised that she's able to take it. And oh, like everything yeah. Is. She's because they always talk about how she's like soft and she's just like a fragile little human. And everybody's like, oh, she's going to break. And she can take a pounding from him. Listen, we're very we're very bendy in different ways. You know, us humans, we we sometimes can do it. <laughs> yeah. So then like his friend, this like woman that he knows finds them to like escort them on the next part of their journey she's not she's like what what is that like why why do you have a human and oh yeah so he oh this is the part where he explains to her that she has to be his pet right hillary yes yes it is where just because in order to keep others from trying to hurt her or claim her he needs to put his own claim on her and make his subjects see that she belongs to him so he's going to treat her like a pet and you know she kind of takes i want to say she's a little upset about it do you oh yeah the same yeah thing? she's super like i don't i am offended and i'm like oh i'll be your pet it's <laughs> 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 <Let's> role play <laughs> Yeah, she's like, are you going to put a leash and a collar on me, too? And I'm like, oh, oh. yeah, I mean, can we? That's are they available? <laughs> Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then that night, they stop to camp. And the friend, like, goes to take first watch on the other side of the meadow. And this is when she sits on his face and uses his horns as a handle. And then he, like, tail fucks her. Yes. And great, I was just, I feel stuff. like I have not seen enough usage of horns as handles when face sitting. Like, I mean, that's. To be, you know, honestly, like riding a bike, like legitimately yeah. riding a yes. bike. Yes. 
Yeah. You have your handlebars and you're just going for a little jaunt. Well, and like how much nicer would that be to just like right. have and not be sort of doing the like your legs are shaking and you don't like, right. am I going to just kill him? Let's do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's obviously he finds pleasure in her holding his horns to touching his horns. He's into that. Ooh. I think he growls or groans anytime she touches his horns. And- so can he feel it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, he's got he's got feelers in his horns. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It was very reminiscent of I've been reading Presley Cole's Immortals After Dark yeah. um series. How how the demons in that series, their horns are very um sensitive. Yeah, they're like sensitive. I took it to the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. But it did make me be like, Cressley, we did not get enough, like, writing of faces using his handles. Like, There's not enough. Or, like, you know when else that would come in handy is, like, when he's down there, just, like, instead of, like, hands in the hair, you've just, like, got the handles. Yes. And, like. Yeah, you get to move it <laughs> you where you want it. it. I think at one point she does. <laughs> okay, I'm seeing what's happened because I really have been listening to a lot of Immortals After Dark. I've, I've mixed the two together in my head at this point. <laughs> Because I'm thinking, no, at one point she does that. And no, it's not. It's one of the Immortals After Dark's books that I've read. I mean, fair. So, yeah. Fair. <laughs> You're living your best life. Uh-huh. Is I'm really just doing what all I can. that tells I, me. I have a lot to catch up on here. <laughs> <laughs> Making up for last time. So now they get to like... I don't know, the mountains and there's like a community and I did not really get any grasp of what the like structure is, but I don't hugely care. There's like buildings and other demon people and he is the rightful Lord returned. So there's going to be a celebration and he's greeted by a heavily pregnant female demon who is like clearly connected to him and he's she's happy he's home and whatever. And she's kind of like oh shit but is his sister yeah Yeah. (laughs) sister how did you know melody i love it when the pregnant lady's the sister (laughs) when her baby daddy is baron knox that we met earlier oh and we initially thought was the love interest oh wait so at the market was he thinking to himself, I'm going to deliver her to Vadric and not I'm going to deliver her to no, the Coup Master? Coup Master Flex? His whole purpose in getting her was to take her to Riken, the Coup oh. guy, specifically to distract him. Like, oh, he needed a okay. distraction. And this, this uprising came up. Instead. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So now it's party time. And we very much get... The beats of the throne room scene from the night. Akamaf. Yeah. Where, like, she's his pet and they have to play the part and he, like, sits her on his lap and his hand is riding up and everybody's looking and Uh everybody's into it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's hot because I will read any version of that scene that anybody wants to write ever. Like, literally just find an excuse to put that dynamic in a fucking book and I will read it and I will bow down. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Oh, there's like, something I, so hot about it. <laughs> it's pure genius. It oh. I get to it and I'm not <sighs> like, oh, you're copying it or like, oh, this again. I'm like, yeah, yes. I know where this Here is going. Go. <laughs> do the thing. Do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> But in this one, she gets, like, I think she might get off or she's very close to getting off and then, like, looks up and realizes everybody's watching and she gets kind of freaked out and she, like, runs away. Oh. 
just like darts down the I don't castle question mark okay. hall. And so he goes after her and she realizes like she's kind of into this whole predator prey thing Whoa. that they've got going because he's kind of chasing her yeah. and she's kind of running. And then he's like, like, what is go like, are you okay with this? Do you actually want this? And she's like, yeah. So they kind of play out a whole like predator prey thing where she like flees from him and he catches her and he dicks her down. Yeah. And the line she ends that cha- chapter on is "Break me, Vadric." And <gasps> <laughs> Ma'am, yes, that is perfect. So now he's like, "I'm gonna fill all your holes," and that means he's going to. He has DP'd in the past with his dick tongue and his tail. Yes, but now he's gonna DP with his dick and his tail. Hmm. How there's room down there, we don't know. But there's not. You know, I can assure they make you, it work. There's not. <laughs> She's very stretchy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, no, because I'm like, I can get a fist in. I've never had a problem getting a fist in right, there. Right. But like, my forearm is bigger than it's my bigger. fist, kids. Like, mm-hmm. here's my forearm. Here's my fist. Like, yeah. And then his tail's a big tail it's not yeah. like a skinny little thing it's, yeah it's not it's like substantial so mm. she's very stretchy is my conclusion i like it it's her superpower although technically he filled all her holes when they were 69ing because i was like what are you putting in her mouth and like what is it his tongue now but no well in this one he does like kind of make her deep throat his tail a little bit to get it all slobbery oh. so that he can put it in her ass okay. because apparently okay. lube isn't available i mean sure you gotta make do really <laughs> so then yeah we get dp with tail and dick and like claws come into play at this point he's kind of scratching <gasps> her to the point that i think she's like bleeding a little bit oh, and i think nice. he might be like lapping it up yeah yes. okay a little bit of blood play, which that's probably a boundary that I didn't realize was not there. <laughs> you were waiting for it and waiting for it. And right. I mean, obviously, after the first time with the period feast, I, I was surprised I wasn't more like, oh, no, this isn't for me. It was, yeah. it was good. I we're love good. it. Yeah, the period, she really got away with it. And I don't know why she got away with it so easily, so quickly that like their very first any kind of intimate encounter is him drinking the period right out of her. I mean, Mm -hmm. I am for it. (laughs) I just remember when he started going down me going, oh, really? And then they were finished and I was like, oh, well, that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is pleasant to read. (laughs) Here for it. Yeah. So now he has to go to war with Riken. I mean, yeah, he did do a coup on him. So well, just I don't even know if we mentioned Riken is actually his stepbrother, oh. um, half brother, not stepbrother, <gasps> half brother. Who, and I hate it because you know when they were kids, Vadric very much doted on him. His sister doted on Riken. They loved him, and then Riken is just this spoiled little brat who's like, no, I want everything. I'm gonna take over. Dick. But like, if you're gonna right. do that, you should probably kill the other guy and not kill try and guy. keep him in a dungeon because that really just backfires like, yeah no he's gotta, gotta be commit. dead yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and their whole reason for not for for letting 
Badrick get caught in the first place was so Ilya could get away, his sister, right? Yes, yes, because she's pregnant with an heir and they want to keep the heir safe. So yeah. she's escaping from the manor and Vadric's distracting Riken by being caught. And you're right, that should have been the time where Riken was like, time to die. Mm-hmm. But he's he's obviously a villain who likes his monologue and wanted to be able yep. to yep. repeat it multiple times in the future. <laughs> yeah. And so we get this hilarious, like, side note subplot where, like, she's an accountant back on Earth and she wants to be helpful. So she's going to use her accountant math powers to help the war effort. And, like, they're sort of like, okay, you're helping. And, like, they do say she's helpful. It's good. It, like, gives her her place. Um, She finds her place. You want to know what my superpower is? Maths. Yeah. I like it. it. Oh. The Vadric sister, like, does not like her and is like, why are you treating her like your mate? It's a human. Like, what is this? Everybody's confused. You're embarrassing yourself. Like, what is going on here? Wow. And then the men just, like, leave for war in the middle of the night. Like, their tradition is they just, like, fuck off without (laughs) saying anything. (laughs) Including Vadric. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So now, like, she's been left back with like anybody who wasn't going to war including Vadric's sister who like that next morning is like oh baby's coming <laughs> like i am in labor yeah and mina's mom is apparently an obgyn so she's like i kind of know what to do like i got this and she looks and is like oh you're already crowning she's very and- confident when encountering demon anatomy the fuck mina <laughs> <laughs> Kind of well, know what to know do it. on Earth, and now she you're going to be like, get out of the way, They don't everyone. have the horns at birth, and she's really glad that they don't have the horns at birth. I mean, the horns fair. get developed later. Yeah. So she delivers the baby, and now they're friends. And then they have a little chat, and Ilya, the sister, is kind of like, you, you might be pregnant, too. Like, we'll go see the healer tomorrow. Ooh. Okay. And now we fast forward six months. No! To, <laughs> <laughs> to Badrick's POV. Okay, okay. Yes, and it's just, you miss all of the fighting. You fast forward six months and they have overtaken Riken's forces. Riken is dead now. He's he's ready to see his woman. Knox is ready to see his woman. So they write letters saying, hey, we're going to go to the Bring castle. The We've got to get... Come. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> he's like, come on now. So they go to the manor or the castle um, where they were originally with the dungeon and he's, you know, doing his thing. He's ruling a nation and she shows up and here she is and she's pregnant. It's a secret baby. It's a secret baby. (laughs) And I'm just like, kudos to Raven because I despise (laughs) secret babies, but this one was so cute. (laughs) This works really well. (laughs) It does. And he's very excited. He like gets down on his knees in front of her and they acknowledge each other as like mates wow. versus her, him, her being his pet kind of deal oh, yeah. that like they have an intense connection and he meets his nephew <gasps> who was delivered the day after he left. Right. And, and then I do also really appreciate that Raven goes ahead and skips birth. And yes. early babyhood, we go forward oh, 10 years for the epilogue. 10 years in the epilogue. I love it. That's how to do it. And so they've had a little girl, 
who is now like the heir to the throne. They have had twin boys who are terrors, and now they've just had another. They've had their fourth baby. Ah, shop's closed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if she's taking that dick on the regular, those babies are just like walking out of it. They really are. She's not even noticing. (laughs) She's coming out with a marching band. Shit, there's (laughs) another one. (laughs) They just sort of slither out. That or like he knocks them loose and it's like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah, yep. you did it. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. And like everybody's happy. The sister and brother-in-law have kids and they're all being chaotic together and all is right in the universe. And, That's so yeah. cute. It was a cute one. Mm-hmm. I can't believe she packed like political intrigue and like all of that sex and the emotional arcs and everything else into this book. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah she did a lot. Wow. With, and even like a lot of those, we, there's like at least three or four sex scenes that we kind of just like acknowledged. Oh, in yeah, the we past. did. Yeah. Because we like did. there wasn't new mm-hmm. ground forged, but they sure. were still good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, so. good yeah. pick, Hillary. I was I was excited about it. I'm happy that I had a chance to share it with others. <laughs> yeah, good call. Like, not only did you put one on my radar that was just not there at all, but it was a fucking delight. Yeah, like, I it hit a Very sweet much. spot, and I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Aftercare. Who's got it? Yeah, we need to. Who is going to tend to our soreness after having all that rammed in there? Oh my goodness. Okay, so obviously this was a this was a demon romance, and if we're going to talk demon romances, I feel like we have to pull up her soul to take by Harley Leroux. Yeah. Vastly different vibes. Yeah, we just recapped it. So. Oh yes. Ah. Because I think that was what I was going to say, and then I realized. Oh you guys no! Had say it. No, please say it. it. Tell it, it, everyone. We repeat these wrecks all the time yes. because sometimes oh, people have to be told seventeen yeah. times before they go and read the damn thing, yeah. and then they can say yes. thank you. It was it was my first foray into like horror romance, and it scared me, but it was also like it turned me on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just covered like a lot of ground. I was proud Confusing of it. Pants feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yes. have you have you read Her Soul for Revenge? Yes. I'm like, I'm oh, like 45. Oh, no, I'm 82% into it. Oh, I thought there was more <laughs> book left. God damn it. I'm 82% into it. And like, holy Isn't wow. Isn't it so good? I love how she's writing the series with like the same plot, but multiple point of views yeah. and different over different books yes. instead of all in one book together. I'm excited Very for that interesting. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Especially with like just such a bloodthirsty heroine. I fucking love it. Oh, yes. Oh She's just going to burn the world to the oh, ground, yeah. and you have to love it. Jenny, what's your aftercare? <laughs> okay. I can't even believe I'm saying this because I was like, I'm just not even going to talk about the fact that I read this book. But now I, I'm finding myself compelled to talk about Tell it. Me. So do you remember the book that Nisha Sharma told us about that sounded like fucking nuts? <gasps> yes. with like the cult and cult? the biker gang. Yes. And like, so it's like the MC and the cult, yeah. and it's all like... So I, I don't know why I just had the urge to pick it up yeah, the yeah, other yeah. night. Yeah. I think sometimes when I'm like, is that too far for me? I have to find out. Yes. I do not. So it's It Ain't Me, Babe by Tilly Cole. Okay. And I've never had such a confusing reading experience. 
because it's like this woman escapes the cult and has like never been in the outside world, doesn't know what a motorcycle is, and like what? arrives basically bleeding to death at like at the MC club. Yeah. And she's met this guy when they were children for like 10 seconds when this horrible traumatic thing was about to happen to her. And then they like recognize each other and he has such a bad stutter, he like can't talk. But he can talk a little bit to her and, like, his best friend and, I think, his dad. So he's, like, the president of this MC club and is, like, scary as shit. They call him, like, the hangman mute or something. And he's, like, legitimately toxically scary. (laughs) Like, I don't even... So I spent the whole book being, like, I hate this. I hate every bit of this. And I cannot stop reading it. Like... I was like, this is bad. This is toxic. They should not be together. This is horrible for her. That's but good writing, fuck, though. I am invested. Like, it's crack. But I don't I don't know if I can, like, responsibly recommend that somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. reads it. But it was just <laughs> such a fucking journey that I feel compelled to acknowledge that I read it. Totally. Nisha felt the same way. I don't, I don't understand. Well, and because especially there's, like, this... For half or more of the book, there's, like, another guy in the MC who's, like, not toxic at all. And you sort of—I was like, I don't understand. I'm kind of rooting for her to be with this guy. Yeah. And I can't, like, give the spoiler away, but then she, like, turns that completely on its head. And then you're just, like— All right. He brutally murders some people. He murders some Nazis. He gets a swastika carved into him at one point. Like, it is intense shit. Whoa. And, like, the trauma that she's been through is... I'm going to stop talking about it. Yeah, the trauma that she's been through... I don't know if anybody needs to hear it, times was was not good (laughs) from what we heard. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know if that's aftercare, but... (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Wowza. It's definitely got me intrigued. Yeah. Okay, and mine, I'm going to punt a tiny bit. So I'm sorry, everyone, but I don't, I've been doing a lot of reading for both podcasts, and I don't super have another wreck that y'all don't know about. See, shanty, see, (laughs) shanty. No, it's that, um, it's that K-drama that I sent you. Oh, Love and Leashes. Yes, Love and Leashes. I have not been able to watch the whole thing, but it gave me very intense pants feelings, even though it seems like it's not actually that intense as far as the dom-sub relationship is. Mm. And I don't know. I I think it's a good I've heard it's really soft, but really sensual. Yes. Like, they hit that sensual button without being super explicit. Yes. And the way, like, the the dude, the way that he, listen, his fear turns me on hard. And I don't, I, it's just a thing that happened. And I feel, I just felt very powerful, like, just watching it even. And it's a wreck. It's a wreck that I'm going to put out into the world because he's very hot when he's afraid. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Because I feel like when I describe that to people, they can't understand it. So So there's a show out there that, like, makes you understand that power rush. I love that. There's a moment when, like, all she's doing is hitting the table next to him with a belt. And the way that he's, like, like, kind of 
like shaking each time and like looking at her and his his goddamn nerd glasses and like it's too much. It's too much. So that's all. <laughs> Love and leashes. This is already on my list on Netflix, but I am like bumping it up. I this weekend I know what I'm doing. That's right. That's right. All right. So I love it. Hillary, where can they find you? Tell us everything. Oh, yes. No, I am on TikTok. I my username, my handle is Bookish Hill. And really, if you're not there for spicy books, then I'm probably not for you. But I have plenty of those yeah. on my page. It's good, good did you, rec- like, set recommendations. Out to make an awesome TikTok, or did you just like start to figure out what worked and like it happened? Yes. No, I think it took me a very long time. I um I had to really build up the courage to even put myself in front of the camera. If you go back to the very beginning of my TikTok, I'm like, here's a book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Without my face at all. And I first started because I wanted, I had just finished a series and I wanted someone to tell me another series. It was a YA series. Mm. That's where I was last February when I first started TikTok, YA almost all. And I've really just evolved as a reader since then, (laughs) but it turned into me realizing, you know what? I have books that people are going to enjoy too. And that's really what seems to do best for me is when I'm talking about books that I've loved. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. That's like literally our mission here at bonkers romance like that's that's all we do (laughs) (laughs) but i love that whole arc of yours like the whole journey that you that like you started your tiktok like a year ago and uncomfortable on camera and now look where you are and you were reading like ya and not hugely into like any kind of bonkers romance and at all no (laughs) and now you're giving bonkers romance wrecks that we've never heard of (laughs) It's been a journey. It's been so much fun. I'm all about it. What a delight. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for the invite. This was a blast. Thank you for listening. Next week, Roxy Noir is joining us to recap Unhallowed by Jordan L. Hawk. If you like the show, it would be great if you could leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so more people can find us. And our Patreon equivalent, the Temple of Defiant Joy, is waiting for you. Yeah, for just $5 a month, you get tons of bonus content and videos. The next tier up includes our monthly book club, where you get two advanced copies of ebooks from amazing authors. And the highest tier gets custom art inspired by a bunch of, you know, what we read recently. Oh, and just FYI, I'm taking furious, copious <laughs> notes on Love is Blind so that we can do our Temple Recaps justice. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> now go enjoy your next bonkers read. And remember... The world feels upside down right now, and after doom scrolling and volunteering or donating to organizations on the front lines, sometimes self-care looks like curling up to read about a pack of werewolves running a train on their gleefully receptive polyfaded mate, who's also the ship captain because they're all sailing the seven seas as the most ruthless pirates, and maybe, maybe they all meet a kraken who turns out to be the only one who can empreg all those werewolves and stuff that captain to her orgasmic bliss at the same time. Maybe that's what it looks like. (laughs) Just me? (laughs) 